Hi, it's, it's really uh, a joy uh, to be here every time when I come here. Um, joy to attend, to be my family. Um, so, louder? Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, you know, uh, when I came here five years ago, um, I was looking for ministry, to minister, you know, because I'm so fired up. You know, I want to go to minister. But after, you know, a few months, uh, uh, one year passed, I was discouraged and frustrated. So why I'm not, you know, uh, ministering? And Lord told me that you don't need ministry now, you need family. That's why, you know, I was rested, so I was feeling <coughs> uh, uh, peace. Yes, Lord, I'm gonna, uh, you know, receive this church as my family. I'm part of this family. And, uh, and that's where things start to move forward in ministry and uh, uh, the release of this church to me to be, to be pastor and to minister to my congregation in Jesus' name. Uh, so we are family. Amen? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Um, um, and I also thank the Lord for this opportunity to uh, preach or uh, to share the word with my brothers and sisters um, in Christ. Um, but I also believe that, that um, you're going to be uh, hearing me in English. Uh, so if you don't understand my English, so uh, have your faith, you know, receive by faith. So your faith is increased as I preach in English. <laughs> receive, yeah. But I, I believe the Lord is gonna um, is going to um, you know uh, send His word to us today as encouragement and also as a wake up call, like uh, because it's important for us. Okay, let, let let's start by uh, um, just a small prayer because um, I uh, I'm, I'm used to pray before preaching uh, in order for you to to give a chance for you to pay your heart and mind. Amen. So let's let's close our eyes, please. And bow our heads in a single, simple prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to receive your word. I open my mind to understand your word. Say, Lord, open my eyes to see the word. I'm ready, Lord, to receive your word. I'm ready, Lord, to, to receive what do you have for me to, today. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher. We invite your presence, Holy Spirit of God, to come upon us and to teach us and to reveal to us what is the will of the Father and what is the will of the Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray to anoint my, my mouth, my head, Lord, my heart, so that whatever comes out of my mouth, Lord, it's from your heart to your people. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, uh, <clears throat> so uh, the title of my message today is, We are living in the age of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The age of the church age. This is my message. So yesterday, yesterday night, uh, Pastor Haney told me that if you want to preach today. Okay, so I have a amount of time, little amount of time to prepare. Uh, but I, I, I was, you know, uh, driving like for one hour and a half from St. Catherine's to here because a ministry of this I, I went to visit. And on the way, the Lord gave me this, uh, uh, because I don't have time to pay. It was like 10, 30, 11, something like that. Uh, so in the car, the Lord told me this message. Amen. So, um, but I believe it, it's from the Lord for us in this season. So. It's important for us to know what times that we are living in. Amen. 
what time because times are very important if if you know what times or what season you are living so you know how to prepare right you know what actions to take you know what decisions to make right because it's time because you, you know the season let's say if somebody is pregnant okay so it is the time like you know this is a season of pregnancy right so you're preparing ahead for the baby to come baby right um, let's give another example for us to know really and truly to understand our times let's say uh, you, you went to the wedding okay and uh, you know you have to be happy right be happy cheer up and you know just celebrate if if you go to the wedding to a wedding and you sit down and cry you know and be sad you know mourn is this normal <laughs> they think there's something wrong with you they, they they kick you out of you know the the wedding right so this is time of celebration or if you're going to the funeral you know and you're making jokes yeah what's up guys you're, you're not cool this craziness right right so to know the times it's important okay <laughs> or let's say something like uh, natural so if it's a winter like we all know it's winter is coming so you get you know you, you change your tires right and you you know you you wear you know the the, the jacket and whatever in the boots and everything because it's winter coming right so you make the preparation for that and you live in that season and also the summer amen so it's a time it's important to know or the harvest times let's say in the natural if it's a harvest and you're sitting down idle it's a harvest we have to reap right the harvest or else the the fruits is gonna you know wither and you know die right so we need to know the times that we are living in we're living in a time of the age of the Holy Spirit the church age so there's a timeline you know the timeline of God is that um, when when the Holy Spirit descend on the on the disciples and the church start to born that day the day of Pentecost so from that day and on we are living in a church age amen this is the church age and the time will come this age is gonna be closed right till the rapture okay this is timeline of God. So, when I imagine how God the Father looks or just on, on the earth, his, his focus on the earth is not McDonald's to have like franchise everywhere in the whole world. He's not focusing on Coca-Cola or Pepsi or you know this. Oh, no, God's focus from heaven is on the what? Church right because he because we are his focus right because this is our time now the church time amen so he's looking at us church how we are going to take his message his life and go forth right because he's going to come back jesus so so we're going to read some scriptures um about this so it's important to know that we are living in the church age and Let's let's start with uh, Luke chapter four. We all familiar with these passages. I'm just gonna um, read it. 
and connect. So I have three three points to make. Um, so this is the the main point. It's going to take time to to explain what is the uh, uh, what we have in the church, okay? Because we are living in a church age, and then we go on from being take personal uh, 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 points for us today. Amen. Okay. Luke chapter 4, please, and verse 18. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. This is a prophecy from Isaiah 61, as you're all familiar. It says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. That's not in New Testament, because it's not vengeance yet. So we're just living in a Lord's favor. So, Jesus said it is finished on the cross, correct? Right? So, Jesus did his job on the cross and said it is finished. But the job of the Holy Spirit is not finished yet. Amen? Mm -hmm. Okay? So, he has still work to do in us, in the church, because he's preparing the church. Amen? So, these... These verses uh, to proclaim the good news, uh, liberty for captives, recovering the sight to the blind, and the, and the liberty for the oppressed. So these are like, you know, the Lord has given the ministry to Jesus, right? This, uh, this is like, if you, if you can say, job description of Jesus, <laughs> okay? So if, if you have a broken heart, he is there to heal you. If you have a, a bondage, you're bound. His work to deliver you from all, you know, sickness and disease and, you know, uh, uh, whatever is oppressing you, give you liberty. This is Jesus' job. Amen. Okay, so when Jesus went to heaven, okay, ascended to heaven, the Holy Spirit took the ministry from Jesus and gave it to the church. Okay, you hear? So whatever Jesus used to do when he was on the earth, alone, now the Holy Spirit took from Jesus his ministry and gave it to the church. So that the church now would move into the ministry of Jesus. Amen? To proclaim the good news, to heal and to preach and, you know, to move all these gifts. So we as a church, we're still in need. So we're going to come to that point later on. But to make this point very clear, I want us to go to Psalms 133. <clears throat> it says, you know, we, we all this, uh, uh, this song. It says, how pleasant and good is when the brother dwells in unity. You know this song. And verse number two it says it is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard and on the and on the beard of aaron running down on the color of his robes so the same oil okay the same anointing 
that was on the head. The head of the church is who? Jesus is the head of the church, right? So the same oil on the head is the same oil is on the robe. Okay? So the same Holy Spirit of God who was upon Jesus on the earth, is same Holy Spirit is now on the robes, on the body. Amen? So the same Holy Spirit, when Jesus was moving in healing and deliverance and teaching and preaching, these are the... Now it's available to the church. So we don't have any excuse to not be healed, not be delivered. Amen? The same anointing was on head, it's on the robes. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit's work is not finished yet, so he is still perfecting the saints, preparing for us for ministry, preparing the church, the bride. Hallelujah. So let's talk about the times. So we said uh, today is about the age of the Holy Spirit, right? The time. We're talking about time. So let's go to Acts chapter 3, please. There's interesting verses here, so we have to, uh, we have to look for and read and understand. Oh, verses, okay. Okay, Acts chapter 3, verses um, 19, 20, 21, okay? It says, Repent therefore and turn back that your sins may be, may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus, whom heaven must receive until the time of restoring or restoration of all things about which God spoke. By the mouth of this holy prophet, of this of his holy prophets, long ago. So there are two times mentioned here, right? Time of refreshing and time of restoration. Two times. Times of refreshing. If you read, it says uh, the meaning is nourishment and strength. It talks about inner. Like for you personally. And it says it comes from the presence or the, from the face of the Lord. In, in, in Hebrew, face means presence. Okay? Lord, we, we seek your face. That means we seek your presence. Face means in Hebrew, presence. Hadur, wajah. You know, it's presence. So from the presence, from the face of the Lord. We come nourishment for us, refreshing. So this is the time we're living in. This is time for us to have refreshed, to be strengthened. So no excuse for us to live weak Christians, weak believers. Uh, in, and, and I'm going to come to some points here to, to really uh, speak to us. This time of nourishment for you and me. Amen. Because the same oil is for us now. The Holy Spirit, it didn't say it is finished. It's still working. So the Holy Spirit now is at work in, in, me, in, in your life, in my life. We're going to come to these verses later on. And we have to connect this 
And it says also, we are living in a time of restoration of all things, right? Until Jesus comes back, he's sent from heaven, that needs to be restored, everything. The church has lost. So if you know uh, church history, and you know that, that there's a, a dark ages, you know about dark ages, medieval ages? So there was almost 1,000 years of darkness, right? That was the time of the, the popes and the church split and, you know, east and west and, and you know, like, and crusaders, you know, this, yeah? So the church has lost many things. The faith, sacrificial life, right? Gifts, <laughs> big time, uh, you know, Lost so Bible says here until everything to be restored to the church and then he's gonna come back. Amen. So this time we're living. We're living in time of nourishment for you and me, refreshing, and time of restoration to the whole church. Amen. To live in the gifts, to live in the prophecies, to live in the power life. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord is gonna the Holy Spirit wants to heal you, deliver you, teach you, prepare you, equip you. In Jesus' name. Amen. To be fruitful. Hallelujah. Okay, so having said this all, this is the, the, uh, the main focus because we are living in this church age. But we have adversary, right? We have enemy. We are living in his field. So there's a problem. Two problems. One is that we do not feel the need or we do not see the need in us that we need. That's a big problem. Why? I, I have a new word for you to learn, okay? But we are, we're going to work on this word in Jesus' name later on. There's something called deception of satisfaction. You know what's that word? Deception of being satisfied where you are. I'm satisfied. That's deception. In cast it out in your life. Don't be satisfied where you are now. Because there's more. That's our problem. We do not see the need that we need, that we we need the Lord. We need more. I'm satisfied. I'm living happy life, good life. That's deception. In Jesus' name, cast it out. No. I need more. The Holy Spirit has more for us. Gifts. Fruits. Walking power. Be changed. Delivered. Healed. Has more. But we are just... I have my, my, my job, my family. I'm secure. This is false security. This is it leads to complacency, right? So like everything is fine. I don't need, oh, I'm saved. Deception. <clears throat> and what the devil tries to do, using this deception we have in us, creates in us numbness. Numb. Right? numb. You don't feel like, you know, numb. Numb towards the Lord and numbs, numbs towards the world. So we don't, need, we don't see the need that we need the Lord more in our lives. And we don't see the need in the world. 
I don't care. I'm just living good life, happy life. I come to church and that, that's a big time problem. Right? So we can work on that. This is the problem, but, but I have the answer, okay? <laughs> we, we have to pray afterwards. Amen? If you allow Pastor afterwards, we can take some time to pray. And sometimes this kind of deception leads us to compromise. We don't speak the name of Jesus. We don't, uh, we don't witness. We don't care if the person next to me in the office hears the word or not or knows the Lord. Why? Because I'm happy. Deception. Deceived. No. Don't accept it in your life. Amen. You know, many times we say God, right? Oh, God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Know, you know, everybody in Toronto knows this God, God, God. Okay, God bless you. Oh, my God. You know, God, God, God. But the moment you say Jesus, thanks Jesus, everyone in the office, what? Uh, have, you, have you noticed that? Yeah. Or in the bus, thanks Jesus, I'm good. Wow, that's, that's a weird name. Why? Because the devil doesn't want people to hear the name of Jesus. It's, a, it, it, it's tech to him. It's an insult to him, right? So, so be, be, be confident. Whenever, so, how are you doing? Thank, I'm, hallelujah, praise Jesus, I'm good. Because he, he's not used to uh, Jesus' name. He's, uh, okay, thank God. Okay, you know, it's cliche. Thank God, yeah. No, say Jesus. Say Jesus, hallelujah. Why? The name above all name and heaven and the earth and you know Jesus is the name that you have to use. You have to, you know, in the classroom, in the you know meetings. I don't know, like in the office you have, whatever you work, Jesus, because he's. Uh, you know what what bothers me most in 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 our Christian life, like what I've seen, people like uh, believers, they do not know from what they are saved from and this bothers me a lot oh my oh if if you and i just think just take like devotion time you know, the, you know when, when you sit quiet time okay with the lord just think and piece of paper and write down from what jesus saved you from oh you're gonna feel two pages from sin, from curse, from darkness, from eternal hell, from damnation, from everything. Jesus. And now my, when it comes to my turn to testify and give, you know, to speak about Jesus. And I be ashamed. Oh no, I, because I don't want to bother people. Who cares? Let them bother. Why? Because Jesus did all of this for you. And he bought you. He purchased you. He, he, paid, he paid your price on the cross, right? He owns you, right? He owns, right? So I don't belong to the world. I, don't, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus, right? So no compromise. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus saved me. Jesus healed me. Jesus, he break, broke every curse upon my life. I belong to him. So no need to compromise. If you just, just you know, remember, know what he did for you on the cross. 
he, he wrote your name in, in the book of life with his blood, right? He, he blew the Holy Spirit in, in you, give you eternal life, give you new, new creation, right? Everything he did for us, wow. And now we, if it comes to time, uh, you know, like Peter, you know, Peter denied, of course, you know, Peter, den Peter denied three times, right? You know, P Peter denied in front of who? Slave girl. Girl, slave. Uh, I don't know Jesus. And he cursed three times. One, one, one denial need, uh, led to another big denial. And the third one was big time denial and cursed as well, Peter. In front of little girl, you know. So let's watch from deception of satisfaction and say, Lord, there's more, there's more, there's more. Why? Because Satan wants to put off the fire that is in you. Numbness towards the Lord, because if you are close to the Lord, you're going to be filled with fire. You can be <coughs> alive, you know, your spiritual eyes would open and this discernment would be, would be sharp, right? You'll be walking in fullness of Jesus, what he did for you on the cross for me. But the numbness, oh, I don't have time to read. I don't have time to pray. You know these words? No time to pray, no time to read a lot, you know. No time to come to cell groups. This all strategies from Satan to stop your fire to, to put off your fire and numbness to the word to, do, to not see their need of us you know we are in, in this world for the people you know we, the world doesn't owe us anything that's why I don't have to fight for my rights, for my dignity, for my... They are not here for me. I am here for them. Amen? We are here for the world. They need us. Right? Is this correct? I owe them the love of Jesus, the ministry of the cross, the ministry of reconciliation. I am here for... for, for Back in Lebanon, uh, we were five people like in, in a taxi in the cab. This was very clear illustration for me. And we, we, we talked with the driver about Jesus. Wow, you know, he was responsive. And one of us, one of us, when we're getting off the, the, um, the cab, the taxi, he started to argue with the driver, like for half a dollar or something. Start to argue, bad argument. Man, the, the, the driver just received the, the message. He just ruined all the message, this one guy. Let them take $2, $5, $10, but more to, most more to receive the word, right? The message. And this was clear for me. Like We owe to the world the message of Jesus Christ. Uh, it, 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 you know what I'm saying, right? I understand, right? Hallelujah. Okay, let's go to the to the third message. So we don't see the need in us for the Lord. That's one. The other point. Oh, I haven't read, uh, read the. Okay, Ephesians, please. Ephesians chapter four. 
let's to make this point clear. Ephesians chapter 4 and verses 11 and 12, it says, and the Jesus, he says, he gave <coughs> some to be apostles, prophets, some evangelists, some shepherds, and some teachers. He gave to the church this fivefold ministry. Why? To equip the saints for the work of the ministry. For building, for building up the body of Christ. So you and I need these fivefold. So if you need encouragement, prophecy, we have prophets here. We have prophetic gifts here. We have pastoral gifts here. We have teachers here. So go to them and take advantage. I mean, in a, in a way, um, what's called? Octavir. Um, benefit from them because they have anointed for this. If you need direction, just go to them. Speak to them. If you, are, if you, have, if you need inner healing, go to them and open your heart to be healed. If you want direction, if you want prophecy, if you want uh, 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 like apostolic, you know, to be sent out, just, you know, uh, just let them put their hand over it and just pray. So benefit from their gifts. Amen. To equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So you need them. I need them. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go. I, I love the third point. So we, we don't also see the need in others. That's what we have to work on. Amen. So we have, now we have seen our need. I need the Lord to work all through in my life. You know, be more fruitful. I need to be more close to Jesus. I, mean, I need the Holy Spirit. I need the anointing. Now the third point. I want you to uh, learn these three words. I'm going to say one by one. Every Christian, every believer needs these three words in their lives. Amen? For others. In you and through you. Amen? Before going on, I want to turn next to each uh, 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 some, someone next to you and say, this is the age of the Holy Spirit in you and through you. This is the age of the Holy Spirit in you and through you. You got that? Amen? Hallelujah. Okay. The first is love. Every believer needs the love. Amen? Love, <coughs> not for the Lord. That's first. <laughs> love others. Because if you don't love others, you cannot see the need in them. That's why we are numb. To the needs of others because we don't <clears throat> we do because we don't love them we don't pray for others so we need love so love is like the the right attitude the care and the right heart for others love because we are here for others amen first love <clears throat> And then I'm going to read the verse. But I'm just, you know, telling the points now. So be filled with love today in Jesus' name. And the second word is wisdom. We need wisdom. To know the right way of providing that need. So if I love the person, I know his need. 
That's not enough. <laughs> People are so sentimental, so like, oh, Habibi, Habibi, oh, I, I hug, I hug and kiss, oh, this is love. Praise God. This is the first. So now you, you, you have the, you, you're seeing the need, right? Because you love and he opened your heart for you like it's so, you know. The second thing you need is wisdom. How to fulfill the need, how, uh, how to serve the need this, that he has. Amen. Not that way, to know the right way of providing and answering to that need. Be filled with wisdom today in Jesus' name. And third is power. Love, wisdom, power. Why? Because you do, if you don't have power, how will you meet, meet, meet the need, right? So you know the need, you know the way, but now you want the power. Amen? Right? Is, 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 is this, uh, you know, relating? Power, love, wisdom. And what's the verse for this? Second Timothy chapter 1. <clears throat> And verse 7 says, For God gave us not the spirit of fear, but the spirit of what? You read it, please. The spirit of what? Have you ever Bibles? The spirit of power and love and self-control or sound mind has to do with wisdom. How to apply. So we need these three. So if you take one by one, you know Solomon, the wisest king, the wisest person on the earth. He, was, he has wisdom, he has power, but no love. Why? He, he forsake the God, right? And he didn't end well. So wins this trio in our lives. And you know Samson, right? Power, might, strong, right? And he loved the Lord because he has offered sacrifice. And he, he, but he didn't have wisdom. So these three we need in our lives. And these three activate in our lives by prayer. Prayer, prayer. I pray, Lord, I love this. You know, intercede for others. Pray, pray for others. And oh, Lord, give me wisdom how to, find, you know, how, how to meet the need. Or oh, give me power. That's the gift's power. Amen. So we need these three in our lives to go on in Jesus' name. And to help this, to see the need in others, to help them. <clears throat> but you know the the wonderful example we have is David. David, right? See, but it says Psalm seventy-eight. It says he up, with upright heart shepherded the people, and with a skillful hand guided, and the, and he has power, king, right, to rule. So he has this tree, and he ended well. Amen. And also Jesus as well. Jesus, full with compassion with the gifts of the spirit right and for power to do miracles so we just we see this tree in in jesus christ and the church as well needs this tree amen you you, you need them do you need them yes <laughs> i need them a lot <laughs> you need them power love and wisdom luke chapter 10 this is closing luke chapter 10 and we all know this wonderful story about the good Samaritan. And 
please you tell me if you see this tree in this person. Hmm. Verses 33, 34. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was. And when he saw him, he had, what? Compassion. Love. You see, you, see, you can see this tree now in, in, in this person. Compassion. Love. Because he saw the need, right? Second. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on what? Oil and wine. That's wisdom, how to apply the needs. If you pour wine before the oil, what's going to happen to the wound? Gonna burn, right? So oil, then wine. Wisdom. Hallelujah. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. So that's power to use whatever he has to accomplish the need. Amen. So we see this tree in this person. Amen. Let, let's pray. Let's stand and pray, please.